What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Hidden Hustler Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, and I hope you guys are all having an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, giving me your time, attention, ears. I really, really appreciate it. I'm very grateful for you being here. Um, we have a special guest in the building, all right? We've been talking on the DMs hella hard, and we've been fucking going live together, but now we get to finally bring him in here, and we get to just chop the shit for a good 30, 45. I'm so excited. Drake Talks, guys. He is That's his name on Instagram. This is my one of my homies that we've been talking on the gram for a while, man. I'm so happy to have you on here. Really, really excited to fucking get going and answer some, get some uh, answers from you on some questions that I have, and also we just bring value to people and just answer anything that uh, absolutely, that man. Have. Let's do it. But anyways, bro, yeah, I'll let you introduce yourself, let you talk a little bit, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, dope. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm Drake Talks, like you said. I am 19 years old. I live in the middle of fucking nowhere in Iowa, <laughs> and I'm making shit happen. You know, like. Like, I don't have everything that people, like, have. I, I don't live in California. I don't live in fucking Miami. Uh, we, you know, we just make it happen with the little thrift stores we got around here, man. Uh, I just basically just started reselling at the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it was it was technically October 30th, but I just say beginning of November of 2018. And yeah, just started taking action, and here we are. We really? just met through Instagram DMs, and this shit works, man. Yeah, it's very, Instagram very, DMs very true. work. They really do work. It really does go down in the DMs. We were talking uh, earlier, dude, and we were. I was telling him about how um, I was telling you about how we, when I first remember swiping up on your story, we had talked, and I had I had like swiped up on your stories before, and you had swiped up on mine. But like, what really, really, like, really resonated with me that you were doing that connected us really close at the beginning was when you were playing little. He was playing little baby in the back of his uh, in the background music of his story, and I remember swiping up and I said, "Yo, little baby is fucking fire," and <laughs> it was literally from then on out and we were cool as fuck we really really uh just connected and it was really dope bro because i remember that we were just talking about that before but that yeah, was just a really sure. good memory to have but a question that i wanted you to that i wanted to ask you bro that like is just i've always wondered is um if you could start over in the reselling game right what would you start with and what would be the practical amount of capital that you would want to start with for that scenario you know what i'm saying because i always like breaking people's minds down on like damn okay so now you've experienced it right and someone may be listening to this who you know they they're about to endeavor in this for the first time so it's like i want to see what you would do over if you had it all over again you with the knowledge you know what would you do and why and how much capital would be practical for you to start with that's a tough question man that's a tough question because (laughs) first off i just want to say that selling books like you do and all that shit works like there's no doubt there's no doubt like it's proof is in the pudding it fucking works selling books right but um if i could advise anyone who is thinking about starting or like what i would do different i would just honestly just do thrift store shit like um just think of an example like this you something that is that is like materialistic like a coca-cola clock right from 1999 like people search for that so what I would advise is people buy stuff from thrift stores that you can buy, like objects, like clocks, printers, DVD players, um, you know, books like like um, Andrew's doing, shoes, fast moving like, items, like really fast moving, fast moving, turn. yeah, fast moving items, things that sell. Um, and and with thrift stores, there's like no capital needed. Like literally, just save some money over the summer, work a shitty job yeah, that makes good I money, agree. you know, 100%. eat shit for a little bit. Like like don't do something that is that is not going to give you a good return because you need that capital whether you like it or not you're going to have to do some fucking work to get to where you want 
Right, right. Right. And I like that you said that you've you've quick, quick flips um, because people are looking for that fat, like they're looking to get that money in return really fast. And uh, I, that's not something that I was thinking about um, a lot of when I was first starting, I didn't think of cash flow a lot. I didn't think of things like that. And uh, that's a good perspective. I agree a hundred percent. I didn't think of it in that sense with that perspective of, you know, being like, Hey, like let's go over just really quick flipping items. I didn't think of that until two three months in um just be like yo let's just invest and and not only that but he, you're 100 percent right i agree with you also in the fact that bro you don't even need a lot of fucking money anymore like bro you give 50 bucks and you, like it doesn't cost you anything to sell on on actually like on fucking ebay other than ebay fees and paypal fees like and that's only exactly. when you sell something it's not like a membership fee so it's like you could take 50 fucking bucks and you can easily start that and flip that money real fast and i, we I were saw t- I just, I just want to interrupt you real quick. No, so I just good, want man. to mention something. I saw something. It was a TED Talk on YouTube, and this guy said he uh, he was homeless, and then he saw people making money. So he was a natural-born hustler. So he said, fuck it. You know, I'm not going to be homeless anymore. So we went into the bodega store, bought water, sold it outside for, like, a 300% margin increase. So I think oh, wow. he bought it for, like, 2 bucks, sold for 6 did that multiple times. Then you buy something for 10, sell it for 30, buy something for 30, sell it for 50, and then it just compounds. Starting from $2. Yeah, yeah. now he's got a fucking house. Now he's got a company. Like, just think of this shit. Like, it's just, like, volume slowly builds up the capital. Yes, thank God. I'm so glad you just said that. Just think of that. Like, you spend two, make six. Spend that six, make 20. And then just keep doing that. Keep flipping and doubling and doubling, and if you can double, if not, I mean, you're still gonna make profit on whatever. So it's like you're still gaining and gaining. That could give you an, that th- that three dollars exactly. profit could be a three dollar item that makes you another seven dollars on top of that. So you, exactly. yeah, and that's that's like that's oh dude, I don't know. That's this key. It's key and volume. What you said is key as fuck. Um, because there's people who will ask like you talked about this as well. We were also in the DMs about this because people were saying uh we were talking about gas and things like that. We were talking about how people didn't want to drive. But another thing that oh yeah man. Another thing that I want to talk about that you mentioned was volume, and and people are telling me, you know, four dollar, four dollars for a book is your profit margin desired? Like, really? That's what you're gonna go for? Like, yes, because four books, four or four dollars a book minimum. Times fucking times a hundred is four hundred dollars, and I just got a hundred and ten books in one day. So you're telling me that that's not worth it? The volume adds up, and it's a volume. I feel like exactly, and with with, even when it comes to selling, like like you were, I think you were talking about this on your story too, bro. When it comes to selling, the more chances you give yourself to sell something, the more opportunity you're gonna have to make a sale. So that's Mm -hmm. really the game, and especially when you're jumping on Amazon and when you're listing things on eBay, you notice the stores that are making high revenue are the stores that are having thousands of items in their inventory, whether they be ebay drop shipping whether they actually be selling items if you have more items in your store you're gonna make sales it's just i to me it wasn't practical to me at first i didn't think like that and then once i started to understand how like when i started putting more books and more sales uh started generating when when was it for you when you realized that that volume was the game and like like yeah high ticket items are cool but let's not go for those let's go for the regular like let's just set a desired profit margin and go from there when did you really realize that because i think i did like dude like Two and a half, maybe. Mm, well, from private label, it was two and a half months after I started private label. But when I, as far as like, as far as when it happened for books, I would say, I would say it happened probably like a month in is when I realized that it was all volume based. When did you realize that it was that that way? It was right away for me. Really, um, you didn't take no, waste no time. No, nah, because before I did uh, started taking reselling seriously. 
uh, I've been learning to day trade stocks. Uh, I learned it about two years ago, maybe like a year and a half in between there. Um, so what I was taught through like learning and through this course and all the mentors I went through, um, what I learned was as long as the outcome is income, you're good. Like if, if I'm sitting on a stock and I say I'm up $300 and it goes down to two, I'm like, like I can cash out there and then keep moving, keep it right. moving, keep it moving. You know, as long as the outcome is income, it's just, it's just my mindset. So say I have, I buy five shirts for a dollar. And I, I get an offer on them that's like, you know, brings my profit way down to like, say like, like $5 a shirt after all fees and costs and stuff. And I originally wanted 10. I'm going right. to sell that. I got to keep shit moving, you know, like what's Facts. the point of sitting on inventory when you have the money, take that money and run and use it for something else. I agree a hundred percent. And yeah, I, I think that that's obviously, obviously smart and it's the way to go. You can't take super low, but you got to know your value of your things. Like don't accept super low balls um, mm-hmm. and just bring yourself down. But you got to know when to keep things moving and keep the volume on, on, you know, on point. Right. Right. Because if you sit on things too long, you know, you're out capital. So you can't use that to keep um, getting more items that'll help boost um, your sales and then you're just you're just keeping yourself from those buyers. So say that buyer who um, is offering you a little lower than what you wanted, say they bought your stuff and they loved it and they told 10 of their friends and then 10 of their friends bought all your shit and you made a grand off their friends. You wouldn't have had that if you didn't if you didn't keep it moving, you know. Max. You yeah, never know with these things. Another you thing never too, know. another thing too I want to ask you, does sales velocity matter on Poshmark and Mercari and things like that? Does that affect what like do you mean? Re- does that affect the algorithm at all? Like, uh, you know, how, for instance, I don't believe I'm, so. No, nah. I was wondering Poshmark, if that was a thing or not. So, so with Poshmark, you got to follow and share all the time. So, I'm constantly following new people. I'm constantly sharing my listings. It's like a social because, network, damn near. Yeah, man, you you get you work for how many sales you get. So the more wow. you share, the more you sell. It's it's just directly correlated. So, say you're selling something and um, on eBay or Amazon, you want your product to be at the top. Right. Mm-hmm. When they search, when they search that item, they want to, you want them to see yours first. Right. And the only way to do that on Poshmark is to keep sharing because that continually pushes you back to the top. Wow, it's, that's like you're trying to, it's almost like you're treading water. Like you're trying to stay on the top of every listing. Um, right. And the more you share, the more eyes you'll get. That's interesting to me because it's not key. It's it's like keywords don't play as big of a role in this, and 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 eBay and Amazon and all that stuff. Other platforms that you sell online, keywords are a big thing. Most so it's, definitely, yeah. it's really interesting that Poshmark took a whole different style to how they've how they push sales, like for for people who are trying to sell on their platform. That's really interesting. I didn't know a lot about that, and and I know my audience is not really Poshmark based, so that's really good and cool information just to know um, and learn about Poshmark because that's really interesting. That that sounds a lot like a social media app to me. Learning and following. <laughs> and networking and engaging and just pretty much fucking sharing your shit. Obviously, yeah. you said sharing your shit all the yep. time. And I, I may be wrong. I may be wrong on this. You know, I just see a huge difference in all the people that I know that sell on Poshmark. They see a huge difference in sell. I even notice, like, when I don't share my listings, I don't get likes. I don't get other people sharing my stuff. I don't get sales. I don't get offers. But when I do, instantly, I can instantly get a ton of notifications of people sharing offering buying all my stuff right after i share so when you're when you are selling on poshmark sharing and following is key like you control how many sales and offers you get by how much you share 
Okay, cool. That's dope. That's really good to know, dude. Thanks. Another thing I wanted to ask you, bro, is uh, I see that you're going to start putting content in for LinkedIn. Um, when, what, what made you want to – oh, dude, perfect. This makes me – this is good, Ben. I want to get on this topic. Yeah, what, made you wanna, what made you want to go to LinkedIn and start producing content on there? And, like, I, I'm guessing I, I kind of know, but I want to hear from you what really pushed you into that section of social media. And, uh, yeah, just go from there. I just, I'm really curious on what made you want to start making content on there. I saw Gary V talk about it and yeah, I just I did it, you know, fuck. Yeah. So Gary V is the, is the biggest influence. He's the biggest influence on my whole journey. All right. Yeah. So Gary V, he's the one who has made me push all my content, you know, like push Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all of these things. Um, because you know, you got to put yourself out there. If you don't exist on social media, you're not going to exist in people's lives at Next. all because they don't know you. Like, not everyone lives in fucking Iowa, you know, like no one <laughs> fucking knows me if I don't have social media, you know, this is Very like, true. I would, I would have never met you if it wasn't for me and you, uh, having an Instagram presence. Correct. Very true. Correct. I'm not going to look you up in the phone book and say, Hey, I'm a call. <laughs> see, see what he knows about Amazon. Let's see if this guy does. <laughs> His name looks like a reseller name, bro. I'm going to pick him. So no. yeah. So, so LinkedIn, I started, I actually just started it yesterday. Um, so it, it, low key, it kind of seems to like Facebook to me, like the platform. Okay. You, you share posts and uh, you like follow people and you, they call it connections where yes. it's like followers and who you're connected with, like friends. Yes. Um, and yeah, I just post like my flips. I post basically just post what you're doing good so okay. other people can see it. So I post my flips, I post results, I post. So yeah, you can just follow people. And just see what they're doing. So if you wanna if you wanna plug for making some YouTube videos, you can search up YouTube video creator or photo, video editor or something along those lines, and you can find these people. It's way easy. Okay, okay. One question I have about LinkedIn because I'm gonna start putting out. You've motivated me really. I, I watch Gary Vee as well, and we're the same influence. He like he we both we are the same in that aspect, bro. We have the same exactly, influence yeah. from him, and he's really what pushed me to like and like get me to research what I have and done what I've done. So, mm-hmm. um, on LinkedIn, how's the content creation like as far as uh like when you post for Instagram? What I mean by content creation and like what they give you. So for Instagram, you could do stickers, you could do countdowns, you could do etc. Is there anything? Uh, what's engagement type of features that they have on there? Do they have anything because you said it's like facebook so i'm maybe thinking maybe polls are involved maybe something like events or or is it just mainly like um uh like is how how would you mainly be using this and, and what features do they give because i'm kind of interested i'm very interested now like i'm very interested well, in how doing it. well i just started it yesterday so i don't really know all the features man but no, you're uh, cool so, yeah it was what you've experienced yeah, so far i've just I, I just see a lot of other people what they're doing they mm-hmm. post pictures with almost every post you don't make posts without a picture yeah, so like if some of the car salesmen, they're going to post a picture of a car and they're right. going to put a caption with it. If they make aquariums, they're going to post a picture of the aquarium they just built and put a caption with it. Like it's mostly just pictures with captions. It's almost like Instagram. There's hashtags that go with your captions too. Um, I haven't checked out all the features. I've only posted like three or four times, but. Um, you know, I'm just trying to figure it out, and the only way to learn is to do. You know, Ex- so. exactly. Exactly. I'm getting a lot on, on on LinkedIn. I'm I'm on I'm present on LinkedIn. Uh, I just don't post any content, and I do accept connections because I'm looking for uh, me and me and a couple of my buddies are gonna uh, do something in the future. Where what we're doing is we're, we were using LinkedIn to find VAs for uh, the business model we're gonna attack, and yep. 
and it's a fucking huge help um, because now I have people that are coming into me. Uh, now they see that I've connected with one or two VAs that are within what I'm doing, and then they're like, "Oh, okay." Like they, they other people see that now. I'm getting connections from other people. Another thing yeah, that man. is going really good, and you're on this. Like you're getting on YouTube, um, bro. I'm getting. I had a. Um, an SEO type of program uh, for private labeling. I had a I had a company come to me and offer me a full fucking ye- like years free worth of membership, um, just to just to promote their shit because they seen that I was putting out content. Like I I I put in my um, I put in my uh in my like description and stuff like that or my bio. I put that I'm a am a Amazon like FBA seller. So like they see that and that shit shows up in the searches like Instagram. I know that. Instagram doesn't do this, but LinkedIn, it tells you how many searches you showed up for that week. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, you said you haven't been on there that that long, but for, yeah. yeah, they'll start doing that for you, bro. Cause when you fill out your profile, those are key words you're putting in, as you know. So it's like when I, when people type in Amazon FBA or anything with Amazon, like I might show up somewhere along the lines, depending on the keyword phrase. So yeah, dude, like that's what I'm experiencing. But now that you, you're talking about posting on there, it's really making me like, think what the fuck are you doing, Andrew? Like, come on now. So I'm going <laughs> to, nah, I definitely, dude, you're on top of everything. Dude. You're, <laughs> on that, you're on that shit. Dude, so I'm trying. I'm trying to hop on there too because that's a good. Uh, I, that's a really good. That's really good. Like business opportunities. I feel. I feel like you can get really good connections with people. Just like you know, people who want to have have you fucking use their like how's that dude approached me to use his his program for a year for free or he'll give me a year's free if I just make a video about it. Like the same thing could happen to you and anything, dude. And like whenever it when it comes to like business and some and you're making content, so like and you're good at it. So yep. it's like yo, this this is a big opportunity for you as well. And I think that you're only only doing the smart thing by getting up on there and I wanted that definitely I wanted to touch base on it for a minute because I was definitely excited to see what you were what you were learning from there and you're saying that pictures are like the thing and you're right now that I think about it bro I I literally haven't seen a post that didn't have a fucking picture no cap this doesn't there, there there we go but yeah I never you know like, like I never yeah I never see gotta, a fucking post without it the results it's, you gotta it's show results Facts, facts, and I'm definitely gonna take that in a note when I when I go and start posting content on there. I'm gonna put my YouTube videos and stuff like that on there. That's really smart, really smart. And another thing about just LinkedIn in general, like it's everyone's taking it seriously. It's professional. It's not like Instagram where you have, you know, little kids with bios with no profile picture and no post, but they're talking shit on your stuff. It's everyone's there for a reason. They're there to get shit done. They're there to sign some deals. They're there to get some sponsorships some affiliates you know all yeah, that shit you're 100 percent right that is amazing that's that's the perfect place to find it yeah yeah and i agree a lot of perf- the pictures are professional profiles and pic- profile pictures in etc are all professional mm-hmm. so that's it's very true that's good dude i'm glad we touched on that because that's a good little bit, sure. tidbit of information another thing i want to touch on because there was there was a point in uh time for for me uh too when this happened but what is one thing that you remember because you've been doing this you've been doing this for at least two months now so you've had some yep. good time put in over two months so what is one thing that you remember learning um while you were still in the beginning process of gaining the knowledge and stuff like that what is the one thing that you learned that really helped you scale like i'm talking that really like pushed your shit fast past like what you thought was going to happen it doesn't have to be in sales it could be in anything like social media it could be in like your upload schedule like anything like what is something that you learned that really like you learned and applied and then it completely changed the outcome of like what you thought it was going to you thought it was going to be one thing and it was something else not being afraid to use capital okay okay so like just going balls the walls a lot of people are scared to stack up their inventory and um invest money into things that could potentially you know not sell like i'm not saying like 
you pick bad stuff and it doesn't sell or, you know, that kind of thing. People are just scared. Uh, say they see something that's an awesome investment opportunity, but it's a hundred bucks. Like they spend a hundred, they can make 300, oh. but they're scared because they don't want to commit to that hundred dollar investment up front just right. because they're thinking, what if they're, they're fearful. Like, don't be afraid to spend capital. If you know, it's going to bring you a profit. It doesn't matter how much it is. If it's going to bring you a profit buy that motherfucking shit right away. Don't, don't hesitate. If you sleep on things, you're going to miss it. Yeah, that's very true. Right? And yeah, that's, dude, no. Wow. I, I didn't expect it to go that route. And that really brings me, that reminds me of the time when I had that same thing. And I couldn't agree with you more. Like, I couldn't agree with you more because back in the day, I just ran across this situation where I had to spend $75 on a 30 book set at Goodwill. But that $75 is going to bring me 300 You know what I'm saying? I saw that. That was sick, man. So I'm like, so it's like you, exactly what you just said was right. Cause my buddy, Trav, he, he found it and he was like, yo, you want to do this? And I was like, I was like, let's see. Cause I was planning for the next day but the point is i was like let's see what we end up with and then when i really thought about it at the end of the session when we were sitting there and i was like and he was like all right so are we taking it and i was like what the fuck yeah we're gonna take this shit like it's only 75 dollars. what the fuck um and and that's a really good that's a really good point because bro a lot of people will struggle with it they'll say they're gonna go balls to the walls but then when it comes to the point where they could actually they see the potential where they could spend all their capital and they're like oh do i really want to spend it all what if i waited could i find no like i agree with you a thousand percent when you started putting in that capital you started to realize like oh shit like shit's selling more and i'm getting more i'm making more sales and more money's coming in and the cash flow is just flowing even more and more um and and i I remember when that happened for me and it changed mine too and dude that's i'm glad you went that route now that's i'm surprised because that's another thing we could relate on because i I did when that same thing happened to me i was like i was i thought the same thing i'm like wow this is like this is really this really changes shit um and when i honestly mine didn't have have to do with sales but like this ended up correlating into um it really ended up correlating into business and that was when i started uploading podcasts every single day and once i started doing that uh and i started to see the gradual growth uh over this month and i'm like dude like okay i'm doing this with everything else now like this is going to yeah, if this happens with this if this is going to happen with everything else it's not it's it's just practical it's just how it is and that really really now is allowing me to produce content at scale cuz when i'm working this hard to produce it on one platform i'm definitely going to try and figure out how to put it on all the small platforms exactly and, man and there pillar, you go pillar that fucking one thing that's why yep. i love podcasts and i love collaborating on podcasts and videos and making them because those are the pillars and then i can distribute wherever i would like um and i just think dude i have an idea that i want to share with you really quick on this and that you just made me think about it and i think it would be dope because i mean i want you to execute on it too like whenever you get the time and opportunity but i'm thinking like i'm gonna hit up a dude on fiverr uh or the i actually have a person who the the person who created my giveaway picture like that only cost me like 10 bucks 10 17 bucks so i'm gonna hit that person up and i'm gonna have them make like a cool logo for me and it's going to be a still picture but what i'm going to do is is i'm going to use that still picture and post it as a timeline post on instagram and i'm going to then use my fucking i'm then going to it's going to show all my links and stuff it's going to show everything it's going to be nice design but the whole point is that it's going to have a nice beginning background of my podcast play in the background so like it just correlates and i don't know i think that would be dope and i think that like yeah if you if you like that's something cool that i wanted to share with you and i think that you could take something with that and run and like we could you know you can work on that because like it's just something simple it's like a seven $15 purchase or $15 purchase 
one time and then you have that to post whenever you have content to post you do same thing like you could do same thing for youtube different however you want but like that gives a structure and i was like damn that's yep. a good way to distribute i could just and like it's a picture you know what i'm saying so you could put that shit on linkedin bro like it's a picture and that, that'd be really nice um so like it's, it's still going to provide that and you're providing value at the same time so like that's how i justified doing so and uh i wanted to definitely share that with you because i think that it's just like a I think it's just a really smart, smart thing to do. That's a, gr- so. that's a great idea, man. And I just want to touch on the money thing um, yeah, go ahead. real quick before we switch on to the next thing. The biggest thing that people need to get over is thinking that money is like, is like theirs. Like, don't think of money like I worked an hour for this $15. Don't think of it like that. Think of it like a tool. Like, the biggest thing I learned from trading stocks is you're playing with a lot of money. It's very volatile. You can lose $100 in, like, two seconds with one tick of the fucking stock. So um, the biggest thing I was thinking of is use money as a tool. Don't attach yourself to the money, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So don't, like, don't attach yes. it. It's not yours. It's a fucking tool. Like, don't attach yourself to the money because, um, for example, when, I was, when I'm, like, trading stocks, I still do it, but when we're, like, trading options – you can be down $50, but it's not a loss until you cash out. So um, if you get scared by seeing how much money you lose and you don't stick to your initial plan, then um, you are going to lose anyways. If you if you get scared, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm down 20 bucks. That's three hours of work, man. I'm at to work three hours to recover that $20. All right, so money is a tool. Like You use that. It's nothing more. It's nothing less. You use it to buy goods. You use it to buy services. It is a way to get things that you want. Like, you like that's all it is. It doesn't hold value to me. I just see it as numbers. If you just see money as numbers, like like I'm buying three hundred dollars of this product to make seven hundred. I see those numbers. I don't see the money exchange coming out of my yeah. pocket. I don't see the amount of hours I would have had to work to make that three hundred dollars. I don't see that. One, one thing I, that I, I think that's what people need to know. I think that you're 100% right, and one thing that I think is not going to be a coincidence here, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you when I learned that, when I experienced exactly what you just said, like no emotion attached to your money, and I want to yep. see, and it's, I think it's no coincidence that we both are going to say the same thing, but to me, when I lost my emotional attachment with my money was when I started to go all in and spend every dollar on my business. Yep. Is that exactly? Boom. Yeah, exactly. That's when you stop giving a fuck about it because you know you're yep. only looking at the outcome. You're not looking at the money leaving because you're like, all right, fuck, I'm going to make X amount of dollars. And if I just push my push my work my ass off, that I could sell it faster. Or I, if that I do is, little, that's money. That's yeah. secret. That's a secret, man. That's, that's literally the hump you need to get over. It really is. It'll really people. help you. It'll really help you scale. Um, because now you're not playing scared money. You're you're not playing with scared money. You're playing with fucking free money that you just you don't you know it's liquid. It's it's liquid money. And and when you start looking at it that way, and you stop looking at it as like how you said, I I completely agree. It's gonna change the outcome of your business. You're gonna start fucking generating more gross revenue because you're gonna spend more of your money on. You're gonna spend more of your money on inventory, not on fucking going and doing something else. You're you're trying to hundred fucking percent right. Hundred yeah. fucking percent. Yeah, I I, agree. I couldn't fucking agree more, dude. Like you're so right on that too, and like I, that's why I wanted to make that correlation because it's not no coincidence that you start to lose the emotion. You start you break that emotional bond with money once you start blowing it all on. You're not blowing it. You're spending it all on inventory, and you know that that inventory brings you back money. Um, and for me, it was like with credit cards. Like I would I'd have a credit card for instance that was tw- that's twelve hundred dollars uh limit, and I spend all twelve hundred on fucking books. Like and I wouldn't normally do that. Like that would scare me back in the day. Um, but it took that. Yeah, that's you're hundred percent right. But that's that that's that hump. That's a big hump that people need to because no learn. one, no one's willing to do that. No one's willing mm-hmm. to do it. If you do it, you're gonna win. Yeah, you're like, 100% there's right. No one else out there doing it. So, it, so if you do it, you're gonna fucking win. Obviously, no one else is doing it. 
And on top of that, like, here's another, here's a way, and like, this is something that I think is huge, and you, you showed your way on how you look at it, which is, which is for you, is you look at the outcome uh, of the dollars that you're going to get back, not what you're spending. You're looking at what you get back. For me, I was looking at, this is how I got, became really okay with myself spending it, and it was looking at it like this. Okay, if I'm spending $1,200 on that credit card and every single dollar goes to books, that book will bring me money back. Hence, then I will have, I will have, I will break even and then fucking surplus profit with the money that comes back in. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I thought about it. And I was like, yo, okay, so that's the move. But yeah, I'm so glad we touched on that because that's a huge fucking key thing that that I really think that that people need to get over. And and, uh, and the faster you do it, the the quicker you're going to grow. And if you're trying to grow fast, then then you got to become unemotional with your money and be willing to lose $200 if it happens. Um, Obviously, be practical, but like, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, you know, like right now, like I'll just, I don't know, same. Like we're just just going balls to the walls. And I think that's why we're going to grow even faster and faster. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad we touched on that, dude, and, and got over that topic because that was a good one. That was a really good one. Yep. Um, one thing, another thing I want to ask you is, um, so this is gonna, it's like a two part question, but I, the first part is I'm gonna ask you is what is the next business model that if you're if you had to go into and wanted to start with the capital that you make from thrifting and stuff like that, like after you've making a decent amount of money and, and you can have you do have the opportunity to start up a second uh, business model, what would you start up and why? And maybe it's like personal reasons you want to or whatever the case is. And then um, what is it? What does the next six months look like for you uh, as far as like your workflow and, and things of that nature, what you're going to get yourself into? I haven't really thought about it that long term. I'm more thinking so on a daily scale of mm-hmm. like of like moving very fast micro but staying very patient macro, if that makes any sense. Yo, it makes so 100% like each day sense. I'm hustling so hard, but I'm so patient with the long term. So the ultimate goal for me is to do real estate. That's what I really want to do. You need a lot of capital. I mean, you don't necessarily need a lot, but I want to have enough capital to where – You want to be comfortable. Um, yeah. I want to be yeah. able to do real estate um, yeah. and be very be a big player in it. So mm-hmm. um, that's the ultimate goal. But for now, I'm just focusing on reselling. Uh, like I said, this summer, uh, I'm going to be doing some traveling. Like, there's no doubt. Like, you can't talk me out of it. I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> You're going like, to deserve I'm, it, bro. I'm a, You're going to deserve yeah, bro, it. You, I'm going to put this shit on hold. And, um, you know, like I say, like, I'm not just a reseller. I just document what I do. That's literally what Drake Talks is. I talk about the shit I do every single day. And it might change. One day I'm reselling. The other day I'm traveling in fucking Indonesia. Like, like it's just, it's just going to change. The other day I could be doing real estate, flipping cars. It doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. just what I do on the daily and what you can take from value from it. So, yeah, the ultimate goal is just doing real estate. But for now I'm just focused on flipping and then taking it um, day to day, really. One thing I also you? one well, real quick one thing I also think that I would say that you, I think I would say, bro, you honestly like I would I would say that you have two like focuses like well i was like okay i feel like you have like two focuses no cap because you also trade like you're a trader bro like you you're involved in that you know a good amount about it you've been doing that for a, a while now and like yeah I, I would say that you know what fuck like okay like i didn't think of it i didn't i didn't fully put myself in your shoes and because i 
I thought that I was just thinking to myself, like, I wonder what he's going to do next. Not thinking you're already pretty much maintaining two things. If you if you follow Drake on Instagram, which you should, he talks about stocks in his stories. So like that's a, and like trading and things like that. So like that is a whole other thing you're into that takes up your morning. You know what I'm saying? It takes up your yeah. some of your other spare time. So wow, okay, yeah, you're already on the you're already on the two two pretty much the two sources, and you're just kind of like honing in on these sources um, and, and, and staying in your lanes yeah. in 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 those sources which i i like and i agree with 100 percent. but i'm sorry bro i didn't think i didn't because i'm like damn like you're i'm thinking to myself like wait a minute he's doing stocks too like that's a whole nother uh whole nother like time that you have to invest into that and uh i'm trying to do it all man like you, you can't you can't stop at this one thing you got to keep going like i want to learn how to fucking sail i want to learn how to fly a plane i want to learn how to fucking build a house like i want to do it all man you be, well, a, you know, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna be an all, you're gonna be, you're wanting to be an all around person with not all around knowledge, like which is, which is good to know because you're gonna be able to do everything for yourself and you're not gonna have to worry or need anything or anybody, bro. Like that's gonna be wild too, especially over time. <laughs> over time, you're gonna generate so much knowledge and you're gonna learn so much shit. It's gonna be awesome. Um, and the thing with trading, I just, I just picked it up because I liked it a lot, mm-hmm. and um, more so like un, up until today, I've realized that. The main reason I have started picking it up and trying to learn it is because when I'm like traveling or doing, I really want to travel a lot. So when I'm traveling and I'm away from like the resale business and all mm-hmm. my inventory, but I can't really manage it when I'm, you know, in a different country, it'd be nice to just trade, make a few dollars here and there just to keep the income coming in. You know? Of course, of course, and that's one of the ways. Um, I forgot what I forgot what book it was, and I, it was a it was where there's four types of income, and there's four styles of making money. Yes. Um, and and trade and and making the money make you money is one of those ways. There's there's four. I'm we're not have to get into them, but yeah, that's one of the ways is stock like making money on investments and making money on like trading because your money is really making your money. Like you're not doing it. The, yeah. The, you know, it's, that's how it is. Um, that's interesting though. And I'm glad I asked you that cause it just put things into perspective for me on what, how you're doing things. Um, but for me, like the next bit, this, this is a simple question. Uh, this, the next thing that I'm going to get into is Amazon drop shipping hundred percent. Um, I'm really interested right. in it. I think that I want to stay on Amazon. Um, it's only going to get bigger and the sales velocity yep. in there is ridiculous. So, and I'm seeing people just not really hop into it and there's a lot of stuff coming on about it. And, um, I was listening in on a little bit of a webinar in there. Uh, that they have uh, that I was in into and got in. I'm getting into it a lot. So really studying hard on my spare time on Amazon dropshipping. Uh, me and my buddies are going to start up that business, and uh, we're both going to put in like two racks, and we'll have six k total, and we're going to start the business off with that, and really go hard in that next. That's why I'm going so hard in books because I'm trying to build and build and build, also with building knowledge on the spare time, and execute on that. And as far as the six months, I'm just gonna like it's going to be the same for me pretty much the whole year. I'm not. I'm not going to travel this much as much this year um, as you are. The only traveling I'll do is probably to go when I go outsource, like people to go yep. find books for me. I'm gonna go. I'm literally gonna go fly to whoever I hire to fucking source books for me, and I'm gonna go teach them hand like on-site training how I do everything. They're gonna learn how to how to find the books, and then they're just gonna I'll pay for them to ship them to me and all that stuff. I have a structure set up, so that's probably the only traveling I'll be doing because this year I'm gonna lay down the foundation for next year. Um, this year I'm gonna really get hard on socials hard on content really start working on making both of both those business models the books and drop shipping super efficient and make the books bus proof um i'm gonna put my boy i want to put my boy in charge of it and and oversee him and i want him to do that uh if and if he's obviously wanting to but someone's going to do that because then i'm gonna go into drop shipping make that super efficient 
make that really, really like hone in on that, make that a good business model, create. And this whole year is about building those two solid ass foundations of uh, businesses, building the, putting down all the fucking bricks. So that way, uh, next year in 2020, I could really make power moves. I could really go travel and, and live in different places uh, for six months at a time and, and rent out some some high rises and do those type of things. I want to travel too, like you do, 100%. I'm more interested in traveling to like, I want to hit like the nice, good culturist, like culture based parts of US. So, like, I really want to hit Texas area, California, New York, uh, Seattle, Washington would be a really nice place to go stay for a little bit. Like, I want to hit um, like some more East Coast areas, like Jersey and lower, like North Carolina, South Carolina area. Those are really nice. And, you know, I want to hit those and I want to be able to stay there for six months at a time and then boom, dip somewhere else and go somewhere else for six months. Fuck yeah, um, dude. So, like, I, I have, we have the same mindset. Like, we just want to travel yeah. and utilize this for what it is. And you t- you introduced me to the word nomadic living, so like I I want that type of lifestyle before I really start settling down in life. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But yeah, man, that's think, how how old are you? How old are you? I'm 22. Fuck. Like, <laughs> like just just think about this shit. Think about like how how like like oh my god, man! I'll be think of these people bro. who are 70 years old and they're like just getting started. Just now and getting yet. started, bro. And yet. 19 and 22 that's what i'm saying like you said dude you're gonna if you sacrifice as much if you sacrificed like to your my age like bro you i can't even fathom what you where you would be and like the amount of knowledge you would know and the amount of like raw skills you would have like oh my god i couldn't imagine at my age what you're gonna have because you're i know you you're gonna put the work in and you're gonna fucking put in uh the hours to learn and i can't imagine dude like and you're 100 percent right like i can't imagine what's like this whole year is going to provide value of learning and growing. And like, can you imagine what that's going to, if you just put one year of head down, dude, 365 of just a head down, seriously, you know, it's just, not, and, it's not that long. The only reason we're doing this is awareness. Like someone, yes. like, like we came, ac- we stumbled across something that inspired us to do this. And we started taking action. And the only thing that made a change and made us do this is awareness is knowing that we can do this is knowing that Amazon is a thing. Like if you didn't even know about Amazon FBA, you wouldn't be doing it. And, um, the like, like it's just awareness, just knowing different things, you know? So you got to get out there and fucking learn instead of sitting and watching TV. You're not going to learn anything. You're not going to see opportunities. Correct. And that's just it. It doesn't matter how old you are. I think the only way, and I agree. I think the only way that I think the only way you're going to do it is by learning and then testing and erring. Like fail, you're yep. going to fail a lot of shit. Like this is not the first entrepreneurial thing I've done, and that just so happened to be good for me. Like there's been a lot of shits that I've gone. What through. have you done? What have I've, you done? As in, like, what I, have you tried? <laughs> Uh, so in high school, junior year, I started trying to make YouTube videos as competitive Call of Duty player. That didn't work out as well. Yeah. So when I switched uh, out of that and I said, okay, I'm still young. I still want to try and become a competitive player. I actually like just went solely for trying to play competitively. Um, I solely went to go play competitive and tried that. That didn't work. After that, and also my mom didn't support it at the time. It was a senior in high school. After that, parents is a big thing too, man. Yes, I, we, I don't know if we should touch on that right now, but that's a huge. Oh, thing. that's that's like a whole other episode. We could hit that because uh, yeah, that's, that's a long thing. Um, but then uh, after that, I went to work for a while. After I went to work, and then I, I went back into the entrepreneurial space. So I went into videography um, and tried to re- like filming like you know documentaries, short stories, like and then just mm-hmm. like filming daily things. Um, messed around with videography that didn't work. Uh, messed around with photography that didn't work I, I did both of those things for like all of last summer and like into the fall a little bit um, and when you say it didn't work do you are you referencing to making money 
or are you referencing to like career opportunities or you didn't like it or what do you mean? I'm by referencing it didn't work? to, okay, that's a good question. I, it didn't work as in the fact of one, I needed something to make me actual money and I, I didn't have yep. a job. So that that's one way that it didn't work. But the All real right. reason why I knew that shit wasn't going to work is because I couldn't, I didn't want to do it through the harder times that I needed to really push through. Yeah. Um, right, I didn't cool. have the passion for it. It really wasn't my thing. When, when it came down to it and I really had to get up or I really had to do something late at night for video editing or whatever the case is, I was like, damn, like, you know, I don't, I didn't get as excited about it as I do yep. for, for podcasts and YouTube videos for, for this type of content. Um, I tried to make Fortnite content. I tried to be like a Fortnite like, you know, content producer there and on Twitch. I tried that again. That didn't work again, uh, due to the fact that I just, <laughs> I wasn't, it just wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? But, um, now this, this is it. Like this is the, finally, this was something that I learned and, uh, it just really clicked and, and I fucking went full on once I realized that I was good at it and like. Like it was it was like a real thing um and i was good at flipping stuff i was like yeah this is it bro i'm gonna i'm gonna be able to teach people how to flip because back in the day like i i just only realized i was good at selling stuff from what i had yep. to do in order to do sh to get money so i you know that shit really like so showed me i was like man I, you know i can't do this shit forever this is like not good what can i i love flipping things though i was like how does this start and that's how it all that's how it all happened like because i had to find a way out i was like i'm not doing this forever i'm not gonna get caught up in this bullshit um, yep. I need I need an out. So that's how it really happened. Know, the only way you found out about, you know, that you like doing Amazon FBA and books is just by doing it. Like Facts. this could have happened with anything. Like you could have said, fuck books. You could have said, fuck Amazon FBA. You could have done something after this that is totally, you know, different out of this world. You might've liked that more, but it's just that FBA and books wow. got your attention just because by you, just, just, you did it, you know, you yeah. did it. Yeah, you're right. I, you know what you, you just made me think of? Like you said, like I, I went from like you could go from one to the next and then that one would be the one you yep. like. Like, dude, yeah, I went to private label first and I didn't like private label. I realized I learned a lot from there. realized it was very capital based DTC. So I was like, OK, bet like this gave me the taste. And now I like find some way to else to scratch the itch on this avenue of Amazon. And yeah, you're right. Wow. That's a really good way to break it down because like that's very true. And the only way I did it was from doing you're 100 percent right. And yep. wow, wow. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. dude. The only, the only way that you learned what you did is from executing on what the fuck you tried to do you know what i'm saying like you really mm -hmm. tried to learn it you learned like this thing this is the difference like this is what makes this is what i notice in drake that is very hard to find in people dude for all everybody who's listening right now like he learns and he doesn't just learn and then continue to compound learn from other people that are telling you the exact same thing in rephrased ways he took what he learned and then just did it or he took a basic structure of knowing what it's going to take to do the fucking uh, execution that he wants to do and then he just does it and that's what I like so much about him one of the things that really was like yo I resonate with this dude hard because he does that and that is why he's going to succeed that's why he's going to you know keep growing because he's just continuously trying new shit all the fucking time and it inspired and this is like the people you need to have around you because this like just like I said on this podcast that was no bullshit like that shit inspires me to go on fucking LinkedIn and go make fucking episodes on LinkedIn in or start creating content on there and being present more on there because yeah, like like what the fuck do we know about linkedin yeah nothing, i don't know but like I, I don't know fucking jack shit about linkedin but i'm on that shit but we're gonna shit. learn <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna find out we're gonna fucking yeah. learn you know what i'm saying if you tell me eating eggs is gonna make me shit my fucking pants i'm gonna eat those eggs and i'm gonna i'm gonna find out for myself if i shit my pants or not, <laughs> you know like, like that's just it's just fucking real man it's just yeah real. it's very true if, if someone says driving a car a hundred miles an hour um, is gonna make you shit your pants. I'm gonna try it. Shit. I'm not going ninety. I'm going, I'm going hundred. <laughs> I'm trying Jeez. to see. I'm trying to see if that shit's real. 
Yep. That's the only way to find out, man. Is yeah. to push yourself. Yeah, I agree. You don't 100%. know until you do. That's that's very very true. I agree 100 percent, man. And one last thing, I, we're gonna end the we're gonna end the podcast on this because this is a really good one, and I want to end off on something that I'm mm-hmm. gonna. This is this is the first ever collab I'm gonna be throwing up on the podcast. So I wanted to add a sense of like whenever I have someone on here, I wanted to ask this question at the end, and it's gonna be Fuck different yeah. every time. So the question Let's is, go. I want you to describe to end this podcast. Please describe in one word entrepreneurship, like one word that describes it to you. What what would what would that be? Passion. Wow. I mean, I could have said hustle, but passion, because if you don't have passion for something, you're not going to do it. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Like, then the work ethic won't come. <laughs> just just think about it. There's no hustle without passion. How are you going to hustle? Like, I fucking wow. hate doing homework. I hate school. That's the realest shit I've ever... I, wow. That's a tweet. Oh, I'm going to tweet that. <laughs> oh, dude, that was so good, bro. I was so good. I'm not even going to lie, dog. Think wow. about that, bro. That was really, wow. There's no hustle without passion. You can't hustle for something that you don't love. That's so true. Fuck I, no, dude. That's such a good perspective. And I, oh man, dude, that's. Was... I'm not going to do my homework because I don't give a fuck about my homework. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, forget. Fuck homework, it's... dude. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> I, I could be doing that right now, but fuck no. I'm making fucking podcasts, man. Oh man. Okay. I'm so glad you answered that. That was really good. I'm so glad we ended it on that. That's something yeah. to think about too. So think about that guys. When you're trying to go into something, are you really passionate about it? Are you going to really want to do it when the times get tough or whatever the case is and just, you know, exactly. execute on it every day. Not just think about that, but you're going to do the same. You're going to be doing the same along the same lines, same thing in six months. Are you really going to want to do it? So I'm glad we ended on that, man. Thank you so much for bringing new perspective to me and the viewers. Sure, I really fucking appreciate it. All your time that you gave. I, I appreciate that as well. I'm so happy we had you on here here thank you so much for listening guys i really appreciate you guys tuning in that means a lot um and let me know in the instagram dms if you guys fuck with the collabs uh let me know if you want me and drake to make some more shit together like we we probably will anyways but like I, just give me your input on it let me know what you guys think and go follow him on instagram at drake talks i'm literally gonna put his instagram in the description of this fucking podcast so go give him a follow screenshot me when you follow him and then send it to me and, and i'll post it on my story thank you so much guys for listening i really fuck with y'all so heavy i'm so grateful for the fucking time you give me and i'll see you guys in the next podcast i appreciate everyone for fucking listening to this shit i mean we rambled on for a little bit we talked about some weird topics um that might not resonate it might you know take what you will do what you will with this uh value valuable information and uh you know i appreciate you letting me come on this podcast and talk my shit for a sec uh, anytime bro anytime we'll definitely shop the shit up again for sure but um thank you guys thank you guys everybody for listening i appreciate you i appreciate you coming on bro and we'll, we'll uh we'll see you guys in the next podcast for sure